Welcome, world, to episode 158 of the Chamberlain and Chance podcast, the best damn podcast in the entire podcasting land. I'm Chance. I wrote the games with Chance.blogspot.com. With me, as always, is Chamberlain. Chamberlain, how are you doing this week? I am becoming more and more desperate for spring. Tired of snow, tired of ice. Yeah, spring would be cool. Tired of all this bullshit. I would like warm weather and my motorcycle. Thank you very much. But I'm like three months off from that, so... Yeah, it'll be nice to go to the park. Mm, walk outside without 18 layers. And with See us my is... my wife in shorts. You know, all the good stuff. Uh, with us is uh, Alex McCracken of dailycrackpot.blogspot.com. How's it hanging, Alex? Pretty good. Getting uh, dangerously close to spend dropping 500 bucks on a bird. Ooh. 500 bucks now. Well, 500 bucks for the whole caboodle. Mm-hmm. Two, about 270 for the bird. Okay, now remind me the species of bird we're looking at here. It's a uh, green cheek conure. Green, spell conure. Uh, C-O-N-U-R-E. Oh. And it's basically, like, it. I, I tried to find, like, people's, okay. like, general impression of the bird online. Nobody likes the green cheek conure. Everyone loves their green cheek conure. Like, they're oh. apparently just the sweetest little things. Green cheek They're like, they'll follow you around all day. You can teach them, like, upwards of seven words. Do you oh, want, seven. Do you want them following you around all day? Do you yeah, really kind want of. That? Just sit on my, sit on my shoulder, eat some fruit. Watch so me you, watch TV or play video you, games. That sounds you're pretty You're looking neat. like like a pirate kind of a thing. Here. Yeah, no, I'll, I'll I'll be a pirate. All right. Hmm. See, that kind of shadow would bother me after a while. No, like I, it, like the dog follows my wife around room to room. She is like a shadow. That would drive me crazy. It doesn't I, drive me crazy. I miss Harley follows me. I miss having a dog. I miss having like a buddy just around mm-hmm. all the time. Like and it, it'll be something that'll get me out of bed. Every day at seven o'clock, pretty early, something mm-hmm. to take care of. Like that's really calming to me. And See, it's just, if, if I had to get up at seven a.m. to deal with Harley every day, I would not have gotten Harley. <laughs> See, I, I want that though. The, no. the longer I'm awake, the more responsible I get. I've noticed. See, you need to train the dog, train the dog, train the bird to go on jogs with you. Then you can train it's it to do like a lot of crap. Like there's, like, I've seen it do rolls. I've seen them do uh, little happy dances, little like backflips and stuff. Hmm. I expect videos. I, I want to. I want them desperately. <laughs> but you just make them train them to say never more. That's all I ask. And apparently they can they can get huffy sometimes. They'll like mock your voice and talk back to you when they don't get what they want. Hmm. It sounds great. <laughs> so you basically you want a toddler that's small enough that you can like no. put in a cage and walk away from. No, that's that's a maca- that's that's a macaw and a uh, cockatoo. Like there's okay. a I found a video of a Max the cockatoo and it mm-hmm. is it's a four year old child that yeah, can I, perfectly mimic your voice. I know Max the cockatoo. He looks he just like will throw stuff around when he doesn't get his way. Oh my Hates god! Hates the cat carrier. Yep. yep. I, I, this is the one where he goes to the vet and he like grumbles and summons Satan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. it's terrifying. He does like two he sides of a male. He does like two sides of a male-female argument in unison. It is terrifying. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It's like mimicking voices, but it's like two voices at the same time. It's ridiculous. Gotta get in your carrier. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I like have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> and that dude has like a cat that is just that stares at that cockatoo like, I want to, but I can't. That. That thing would crack my skull open. Because the cockatoo is smarter, first of all. And I, I've seen how fight. it opens Brazil nuts and yeah. <laughs> cat would not win. Nope. Nope. Claws are no. You're not winning that fight. So I saw yesterday with the family, all four of us, went to go see How to Train Your Dragon, the third one. Spend give us more money, please. <laughs> um 
The Hidden World, I believe it's called. Yeah, sounds right. And just like the last two, it is inoffensive, a good time, and almost completely forgettable, with the exception of I now have a burning urge to go out and buy small stuffed animals in the shape of Toothless. <laughs> Except now that I, I want the white one, because Toothless has a girlfriend in this one. Oh. Um, yeah, why, why is she white? Because she's the light fury. She's a light fury versus ah. the night fury. So it's they're just, two different species. No, they're the same species. They're just it's light. Apparently, the the fem- These are the last two that night furies that there are. But now she's a light fury. I don't. They don't explain. They just because it looks cool visually is the answer to that question. It does look cool visually, but I'll admit that bugged me. Well, maybe no like uh, different breeds of dog. Well, she, like you know, explain it like she's the rare albino night fury. Okay. Well, their but then it have freaky red eyes cute. all the time. Are, are the babies like like cow spots or just white and black? Uh, well, there are three babies. One's all black, one's all white, and one's kind of like cow, like white and top, black on the bottom. Oh, okay, that's cool. So, so that works out. Now, at least I, they don't I can't have really... donkey heads. <laughs> hey, Jesus the dron- Christ! The donkeys were not bad. Come Never on. Never forget. Anyway, the <laughs> man Shrek Two was bad. Uh, thank you. Everyone loves Shrek oh. Two. I couldn't stand it. Well, yeah, Shrek no, 2 all, and 3 and 4 were all yeah, bad. All, all of the Shreks after the first one were bad. Yes. Like, they stopped having a coherent story. And just yeah. Became, mm-hmm. a, let's do things and stuff, and let's, oh, we're still doing these? Okay, great. Uh, okay. Eddie yeah. Murphy needs more money? Okay, fine. I don't know if that's true. Well, <laughs> it's all he's done recently. What's he been in? Yeah, apparently, uh, oh, what's her face? Cameron Diaz is still the highest paid voice actor of all time. Wow. That's so not right. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, anyway, back to dragons. The I, I, it's hard to say anything negative about it because it is so intentionally inoffensive. The one thing I do want to complain about is that it's got a kind of interesting villain who has like almost no screen time, so you never get to know him. Uh, I had to look up who the voice actor was. It was F. Murray Abraham. And I'm like, okay, I, I knew I knew the name somewhere, but I couldn't remember from where. And he's got an interesting voice, but at a taut hour and a half, you barely see him. Oh. And then he dies. So, I mean, I get it. It's not his movie. This whole thing is about Hiccup letting Toothless go. Oh. And spoilers. Spoilers for How to Train Your Dragon, Hidden World. Spoilers. I mean, at least they didn't Red Fern him. That would have been brutal. Yeah, no. Spoiler. The end of it is all the dragons go away. That's the point. And that's why the there's dra- no dragons. Yes. The dragons all go home back to the hidden world and the Vikings need to learn to live without them because humans just aren't ready for them. That's kind of the whole point of it. Um, so it's inoffensive. It's a good time. If it's ever on Netflix in six months, give it a watch. Okay. But I mean, I'm not going to necessarily recommend like you run out and spend real money on it. This is no Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. This Which is not, like, the more I think about know. it, that was the best movie I've seen this year. Spider-Verse? Yeah. Really? Yeah. I liked it yeah. better than Black Panther. Yeah. I really did. They had better I action seen, scenes. I haven't seen it yet, but I can see that being true. I tried watching Black Panther for, I think, the third time, and yeah, the action scenes aren't good. No, they're not. They're not. Except for, like, the car chase, the car getting harpooned. Yes. It was awesome. That That's pretty much it. They're all yes. just kind of okay. Yeah, it's very much like that last... Like, you were saying the other day that the final action sequence of Avengers Infinity War was good, and I totally disagree. Why not? That whole thing at Wakanda with, like, this Oh, no, 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 no not, not Wakanda, with, with Thanos 101. But the Thanos, Thanos 101 fight. versus who? 
There is no fight with Thanos in Wakanda. No, I'm talking, just... about, I'm talking about the, the final fight with Thanos. Between the other half of their crew. Like that on, fight. On Earth? No. On Titan. Okay, so not at the end. No, well, I Bef- guess it's Well not before the end. the end, you mean. You know what? I guess that is the end. I, I don't okay. know. Okay. <laughs> the Thanos fight was fantastic. The Thanos fight was. No, that, that was okay. It was. That final fight, though, was... Like all of oh, that Black wasn't Panther a fight. Game. That was just that was just we're killing time. Exactly, it was that, and that was every action sequence in Black Panther, except for when him and Kilgrave take their shirts off in the pool. That I was good. That, oh yeah, the fight the fight with um Baku was good. Yeah, I think I think, but 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 even then, the choreography of them was not great. The way they were shot was not great. No, but, the way they're shot that was pretty good. No, it was not great. But the physicality of it, the fact that these are two real actors actually going at it, that was great. And then we lose all of that in the final fight between the two Panthers Ugh. on the tram, right? No, because no, it's no. all just, CG. It's no, all fucking CG, that, so we don't that, care. And they're just staring at each other half the time. There's no tension. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I think Michael B. Jordan phoned it in a bit. No, I, I, I thought he was okay. I just didn't think... Really? Uh, now I'm the king. I, I thought it was yeah, really but, flat. No, I, no, I didn't. I, I didn't. I, I liked him a lot, actually. I thought yeah, he was I, probably I, the single most charismatic thing in that movie, uh, short of Shuri. Shuri carried the film. I saw um, "Can You Ever Forgive Me," starring Melissa McCarthy, for which she was nominated for an actor or for uh, for an Oscar for best actor. It was pretty good. It, it was pretty good. It, it was worth watching as like a. Um, as like as as just like a little interesting piece of history that she didn't know, and it's cool to see McCarthy play a character where she was perfectly cast. She was cast too perfectly, which is why she doesn't deserve the Oscar. Um, she's playing a middle-aged woman who uh, was once upon a time an incredibly gifted um, uh, biographer and had the ability to just really write in the voices of the people that she researched. But um, in in this is a true story, true woman. She ended up doing, I think it was about Estee Lauder. She was doing a biography on Estee Lauder, and Lauder found out about it, and decided to rush out a competing biography uh, to take an official one, so that all the attention would be taken off Lee Israel's. Uh, so Lee Israel rushed her own book to try to get there at the same time. Her book wasn't as good. The Lauder people totally vilified it. It was an absolute flop. No one wants to hire Lee Israel for anything. Additionally, she's an absolute fucking asshole to everyone. Mm-hmm. She's just a jerk. Uh, and she's a jerk in the classic Melissa McCarthy way of just being a bit too loudmouth, a bit too quick to anger. And But at the same time, we, the audience, are always somehow in Melissa McCarthy's corner. Not because yeah. we would do that shit, but because... She gives voice to the way that we feel about things. We empathize with her, and we appreciate that she would say that shit. We appreciate why she's saying that shit, because of the fact that she was offended here or there, and we would be too in that situation. Just Melissa McCarthy would say it, and so we love her. And so she was perfectly cast as Lee Israel, absolutely perfectly cast. And this is probably the best performance I've ever seen from Melissa McCarthy. There's a scene where she cries. It was really good. It was really good. But it wasn't like watching Denzel Washington and Roman J. Israel Esquire. It wasn't like, oh my fucking God, someone hand this guy a trophy. Like, it didn't blow me away. It was just, that was pretty good. She was really well cast. And it's an interesting story. So I do recommend it. Uh, Anything else? I saw something else. Oh yeah, Widows. I didn't talk about Widows. Widows is good. 
Yeah. Is that Netflix? Is that... Uh, did I see it on Netflix? I don't know what that is. Oh, God. Okay, so do you remember... Um, did you remember The Man from UNCLE? Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember the, the blonde Nazi lady who's like... Uh, yeah, who's, who's the villain. Steel? Yeah. yeah, the villain. Okay. So she and... Uh, oh, God. No, don't, Viola Davis and two other women who are kind of less important are all wives of a bunch of career criminals. These career criminals all die at the beginning of the movie in a heist gone wrong. Then um, a local kingpin who's also running for office goes to Viola Davis and says, your men stole my money. You get me my money back or I'm going to kill you. So Viola Davis then goes to the other widows who have never met her and had no idea who she was prior to this and recruits them for a job to pull off the last job that her husband, uh, played by, um, uh, 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 okay, he just got accused of racism because of the thing where his friend got raped and he went out looking for a black guy. Oh, beat oh, up. oh. Um, Liam Neeson? Liam Neeson, yeah. Liam Neeson. Actually, the relationship with her and Liam Neeson opens with Viola Davis and Liam Neeson hungrily making out in a bed together. Yeah. It was weird to see. It was that weird is, to see. Yeah, that's some whiplash. Yeah, a little bit because you don't like. It's not unusual to see, you know, a husband-wife relationship in people over fifty. Yeah, it is weird to see them like making up, making up. It was crazy, and not oh. only that, but I've never seen Viola Davis in a situation like that before. It like, and I know she's a woman, but suddenly Viola Davis is a woman. <laughs> like it's he, okay. It was weird, man. You know who you got to feel sorry for in that scene? The Foley artist who had to make those. Songs. Oh no, <laughs> that's who you have to feel sorry for. We, we just took a, a pair of cantaloupes to sort of whack them. <laughs> <laughs> Peaches also work in a pinch. As long as they're rotten. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got to be a little bit of that green bluish stuff mm-hmm. on there, a little fuzzy. So, so what it becomes is a real thriller about whether or not Viola Davis can pull this off. And she has never done criminal shit her entire life. This is not her world. But she decides to do it because she has no other choice. And so Viola is constantly kind of going back and forth between the internal doubt that we that we know that she has but that she refuses to show the other three women to the other three women she's just the boss and she doesn't take shit she just immediately assumes that role but in private we can see her quaking in her fucking boots about everything that she's got to do and it's not an action movie at all it's very much like an oh my god are they going to get away with this thriller um it was pretty fun it was a good yeah. show yeah, yeah. wasn't bad wasn't bad i've seen anything year. really okay. terribly lately yeah. um this is the best season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine in a while. Oh, it just got picked up for another season, by the yes, way. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. Good. Yes. It's um, it's as good as it's ever been, and it's, it's funny as shit. Yeah, that, that one last week about the honeypot. <laughs> yeah. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. Couldn't you tell? I was throwing myself at you. Basically, like the like the, the, the honeypot for this episode is, is just like this... this how do I put it? Uh, the, most, uh, the most straight-laced, monotone guy you'll ever meet. Yeah. And, and he, he walks in for a meeting with, with, uh, Captain Holt, who is yeah. the most straight-laced monotone captain you've ever met. And, uh, and Holt immediately dismisses the guy. 
And he goes, uh, and he, and he sa- and Jake says, like, well, what was wrong with that guy? What are you, what are you talking about? He was practically throwing himself at me. He goes, what do you mean? He was wearing a half Windsor, Jake. That's the easiest tie to untie. <laughs> he may, he may as well, like, what, how did he put it? Don't remember. I don't know. I'm, I don't want to ruin it. I don't want to ruin it because we can't do what Andy Brower does, but fuck, it was hilarious. It was you know, so good. What, dr- what drum roll would I use besides Timbra? Just, ah, oh, God, it's so good. The bunghole is the least erotic part of the, of the barrel. <laughs> it's purely functional. Okay, I'm, Did I'm you sorry. Did you say bunghole? Yeah, yes. apparently, apparently there's a part of the barrel called the bunghole. Yeah, it's a real I, thing. I had yeah. no idea. Yeah, no, no. I, I assumed it was made up but by the, and Butthead. The, the icing on the cake of the entire episode was oh. very much uh, very much Jake taking Amy to the, the barrel museum. <laughs> Yeah, and reciting the shit that Holt said. <laughs> she, she just lights her oh, on fire. Mama. It was good. It was good. All right. Well, speaking of things that are named funny things, I've uh, apropos of nothing, I have a funny story. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we had a um, some new linoleum laid in our bathroom. Okay. And the guys we hired to come in and do it had to move the toilet to do it, which is fine. They put the toilet back and they pull me in there at the end of the day and say, "Hey, listen, it's leaking a little bit here." You may want to replace this part. I'm like, you know what? By some quirk of fate, I have that part. So I go up and rummage around my tools, and I have my part. And my son walks up and says, what are you doing? I say, I'm replacing this part. And he, because he's an inquisitive lad, asks, what's it called? And I, without thinking, call it by its real name. I'm like, it's a ball cock. (laughs) Yay! And he, like, melted into the floor. Just laughed and, like, rolled down the stairs and, like... Ball cock. <laughs> I've, I've told the, the story about the tufted heard. titmice, right? Tufted titmouse. Yeah. No. Like there, there's a there's a nest of them outside my window at, at work. Oh yeah, wants, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like titmouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. no, no. And sometimes they fight, and I get to yell "titty fight." Yes. Under okay. my breath, obviously. I do remember that. Yeah. yeah. But yes, but yeah, I, I had to replace the ball cock on my toilet, and my son thought it was the funniest thing he had ever heard. It's pretty ever. good. It's not bad. I gave him the sticker off that said Ballcock. I think I took it to school. I probably shouldn't have done that. This is There's a real entire... thing, everyone. I swear. <laughs> there is an entire genus of tit. <laughs> oh, they're they're English, right? Blame Wikipedia. <clears throat> so, <laughs> I'm still playing Just Cause 4. Good for you. And Rico has gotten a little less serious, thankfully. It, it seems like in the actual cutscenes, he's trying to be hard and serious, but in like gameplay his little his little emotes and barks are still kind of just silly and funny like he picks up a rocket launcher says ah now it is time to blow shit up i'm like yeah there we go that makes sense or you're flying around in a helicopter blowing things up and he begins to hum fly the valkyries (laughs) so that's actually funny as an open world game it fails absolutely fails on giving you interesting things to do that in some way or another advance your character's power there are these things out there, and there's almost no reason to do them. So your grappling hook has three different upgrade trees on it. One for just like the tension thing for pulling things, one for balloons, and one for explosions. And each of them are leveled up by doing individual tasks. Well, the one for the exploding parts are leveled up by doing like races or stunts in vehicles or wingsuit stunts. So as I unlocked these wingsuit stunts, I did all, did them all as I found them. And it's so poorly paced that in less than one third of the map, I had actually unlocked all of the 
upgrades for that part of the grappling hook. Mm. So now every time I go to unlocks like two or three of these other things, and I have zero reason to do them because they don't give me anything. I mean, it's the same thing that happens in most Ubisoft games. It's just it happened after 10 hours as opposed to 50. So balance, guys, or give me more things to unlock? Come on. So I'm actually just kind of blitzing story missions now because there's no reason to not do anything else. And this is very much in contrast to previous Just Cause games, right? Yes, absolutely, because previous Just Cause games, you would come across a town, and that town would have this beautiful checklist of things to blow up or things to do, and you wanted to do them because they unlocked skills. Rico himself has no skill tree in this game. Hmm. It's just these three other things on his grappling hook. There's nothing else to unlock. So it's like they simplified everything, but didn't take anything out. So you've got all this shit, but this shit doesn't get you anything, except achievements that are incredibly rare. Like, I looked it not up. Not enough for fun the pre- to get. I know. Well, it's not. The races yeah, themselves like no aren't one, that no fun to do. no one wants to do it. Exactly. And, and, and like the, the achievement for doing all the racing of things was like 0.5% of, imp- of people who do it. It's like the it. thing in Dark Souls, like, who got all the fire magic? Who got all the weapon mm-hmm. sets? Nobody. Yeah, because it's just not fun to do. Because you have to, like, max out all the the weird multiplayer covenant shit, and nobody has time for that. (laughs) So, yeah, it is not as good as the last two. I mean, even though it runs better, it's not as good as two or three, which is a shame. Did you guys... You remember the... uh, Maybe you don't. This is kind of obscure, but there's a game called Sphinx and the Cursed Mummy. I do remember that. Okay. Did you ever play it? No. Okay, so you can kind of, like, when you beat enemies down at a certain point, they get kind of weak, and you can, like, post them kind of like Pokemon, like Pokeballs. Okay. You can't ever use it for anything, but you just collect them, and you go back to a museum in the game. It's like, hey, now they're, you know, display in the museum. And it's really hard to do. And when you get, like, a third of them, you get a bronze certificate. <laughs> okay. Well, and you get, like, two-thirds of it, and you're like, you get a silver certificate. I'm like, well, if I get them all, this game's gonna have to give me something. I got it gold certificate <laughs> and that was that was a brutal lesson in a research a little bit first before you do yeah. shit to make sure you actually get something and like y- you can't just not give the player something for going through that much bullshit that's why assassin's creed odyssey worked yeah because it, it's constantly giving you something i mean even when you run out of trees there's this whole other prestige thing where you can start doing more damage with your assassination kills or your your, your regular attacks so you never stop improving as a character where just cause 4 is content with like here's all this shit to do yeah well, why would well, cuz just cuz okay so, but is that you, shit is is that shit fun to do though some of it is a lot of it isn't cuz the, in, the in racing mechanics aren't game, that good in any open world game, just the act of playing it should be the incentive to play it. Yeah. It should be that fun, Spider-Man. Yeah, that is true. But uh, what was it? Uh, you know what? I also hate games that like give you the best weapon after you've beaten the game. Oh, yeah. I hate that. Give it yeah, to no, me like, it, right it, before. It, it, it's, what it's what do I have, do now? It's good to get the Rhino two-thirds of the way through Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. yeah. They figured it out. Or finding the BFG early in Doom. You just can't use it very often, but it's there. That's a great level. What, in Doom 2016? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you, you can, can get, like, can... the super shotgun, like, the first level. Yeah, I know, with the super shotgun, you can get the BFG early in Doom 2016? Well, no, but you get it before the end of the game. Yeah, oh, no, yeah. you get it, like, yeah, yeah. two-thirds of the way. Yeah, 
You can no. still use it. You can't. You can't find it early. There's that whole mission that's about getting the BFG. Yeah, yeah I, I, that, those lasers kill me a bunch. Before I figure that out. Yeah, that was a fun <laughs> mission. That was a great yeah. level. Yeah, that's one of those games you want to replay from the gen. It's perfect. I, I have a friend that plays it like every six months, like clockwork. Hmm. Yeah, well. I go Papa Bell. Patrick's back on Steam. Yep, he's playing Doom. <laughs> Speaking of shit I see my Steam friends doing that I never do, I gave Warframe a bit of a shot. Yes, not I mean it's it's free. It has to be free, but for a free game, it's a lot more kinetic than Destiny and from what I can tell a lot more fun than uh, Anthem. Well, it's, it's about it's a, it's a lot of it's a lot about movement, right? Yeah, you can just like Prince of Persia shit. You don't need to, but you can just you can. And there's some neat like chests you can reach, and that that's that's enough. Like, you can do, like, ninja rolls and stuff, and you can move, you fly through levels. Like, you can just fly through what's, that game. What's the money side? How do they make money on this? Um, there's some DLC and cosmetics. Okay. I signed up for Twitch for free and got two weapon sets, and they're, they're not breaking the game, but they're, but they're gaudy as hell. I don't like them, but <laughs> it's a little bit of a buff, but not too much of a buff. It's, uh, it's fun. It, it really opens up. Can you have success by yourself? Because I remember I tried it, but like when it yeah, first came out, and it was really heavy uh, on the multiplayer. I'm just doing single-player stuff right now. I, I can pause everything. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh, it a has point. a huge following. Yeah, it does. It's weird. It still has like a really huge community of people who are super passionate about it and will tell you anything you need to know to get started. I mean, the, the <laughs> art design is god a gaudy mess, but it is fun. Hmm. You do this on PC, not on the console? Yeah, this is a PC. Like, okay. I, I'm too used to, like, Destiny. And just mm, okay. the, the artists at Bunchy just going nuts. And this is, oof, it's a step down. But it's not bad. It's several steps down from what I saw. Oh, my God. It's it's night and day. But it's not bad. And they're doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. And the gunplay's It's, it's on, like, every platform. Warframe is on Switch. Yeah, yep. it's on everything. Yeah. Oh, it runs like butter. Well, it's pretty lightweight. They're not. They don't actually have any effects going on. Yeah, but the textures are good. Really? Is yeah, it like unreal, it's got like kind engine? of a molded uh, clay look to it that I like. Hmm. Like really like detailed clay. Interesting. I, don't know, I thought I thought it looked very much like a first gen PS4 game to me. Uh, I guess it looks a little better than that on PC. I don't know about console. Yeah. But yeah, I can see that. Yeah, it looks okay. A high-end PS3 game might be a good way to put it. And yeah, even, that's good. Not not as good looking as like The Last of Us or Uncharted Three. No, 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 not that I, good looking. There's a bunch of <laughs> shit, there's a bunch of shitty muddy test textures on your like your work table. Like, not, not even the textures, they... but just the, the 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 amount of polygons that the game throws around is not many. No, like and the enemy design is yeah, ugh. yeah. But they are fun <laughs> to shoot, and that's the important part. I do. I started up another new game in Hollow Knight. Good. Just just because it's fun. Just because running around Hollow Knight is fun. And and actually just that in Paris. Just loving the shit out of Paris. My brother actually got really mad at me the other day because he was reading my blog. And all my blog is about, it's about me, it was about you carrying games on Paris with Tracer. And I'm like, well, but. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. But I shouldn't, I shouldn't be happy about that. No, it really pissed him off for some reason. It really Oof. upset him. It made me feel bad. So I don't He's know what jealous. Maybe, because he keeps on trying to play Sombra and shit, and I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not, probably not, but I I think he thinks, like, he he might, like, watch one of my plays of the game or the video that I put up the other day where I just, like, go through, like, 18 guys like Buddha when I'm defending point B on Paris, and and I think he thinks that he can, you can do that on Sombra? You can't do Uh... that on Sombra. 
Sombra's not built for that. That's not what she does. Um, so I, I, I don't know. I'm kind of worried that he's he's got this idea in his head of what he can do with Sombra as a DPS, but that's not how Sombra plays, and that's not what she's for, and that's not what she's good at. Uh, but he yeah, keeps on, just... yeah, he keeps on picking Sombra and trying to DPS, and so I'll go healer, and then we lose. Right, Sombra's just supposed to screw with people. Well, she screws with people, and she adds DPS to what other people are already shooting at. Right, yeah, it's... her own guns is still okay. Actually, well, her gun is amazing if you are right in the guy's head and landing headshots. If you're doing that, I think Sombra can kill... How many people is it? I think it's four people with one clip. Whoa. Which which is what? ridiculous. Which is ridiculous. How big is her clip? Uh, her clip is huge, and it okay. takes her three seconds to empty it. Jeez. And if you're just landing all headshots, I think you can do like 800-something damage with it. Um, but, of course, no one's going to stand still and let you do that many headshots. And it's it's hard to get that close and to land that tracking when you're that close on someone, unless you have a lot of tracer experience. <laughs> so, so unfortunately, <laughs> I'm actually pretty decent on Sombra. But, um, but yeah. But no, when when he goes diva and I go tracer, and he's not in a mood, he get he can get really tilted sometimes in the game. And once he gets tilted, we're just gonna lose no matter what, like no matter what. And I really don't think he's conscious of it. I'm sure I get tilted too. But uh, we had some amazing games, and I decided I was going to. Um, I decided I, I needed to get three more plays of the game in Paris because I wanted the just-in-time highlight intro, the uh, default highlight intro, and the backflip highlight intro because I was going to remake the comics clip show just with footage from Paris. Okay. And comics, I still think, is one of, if not the best clip shows I've ever done. So I was really hyped for this because the footage I've got from Paris takes like makes the footage from the original comics look like shit. Looks like this guy barely knows what he's doing. And, like, it is a huge difference in the skill that I'm, the skill of things that I'm pulling off. So I'm really proud of it and I really want to make it do good. And I probably spent between last night and uh, maybe Sunday trying to get comics to work and being kind of okay with the opening, but ah, this next part isn't quite good. Well, maybe we could get it better. And just like really, and it was really obvious to me that I was forcing this and it just wasn't working. And then last night, I. Decided to try out uh, Leave Me Lonely by Hilltop Hoods that I put up on the blog a little while ago. Mm-hmm. And everything just started clicking. <laughs> everything is just falling into place. And it's like, oh, my God, this naturally goes here. It always went here. Of course. I've got a, I've got a clip where, um, where I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm going into the police station in Paris. And there's a McCree and a Bridget in there, both of which are tracer counters. Um, I land a clip on the McCree, and the, the Bridget turns around, heals the McCree. I immediately land a second clip on the McCree, bringing him down to almost nothing. Blink away, blink back in, melee kill the McCree, blink out, Bridget takes a swipe at me, I blink through her, grab a health pack, turn around, she comes back for me, I get behind her, she turns around again, I stick her with the pulse bomb. Absolutely beautiful. Just absolutely fucking beautiful. So I'm really happy that, that things are lining up on this. I'm very that that's that that is still one of my favorite games is getting a clip show to work. Just a just a change of song, change mm-hmm. of venue, change that's, of something. That's all it took. And I kept on yeah. trying to use those old blue like I I posted some old blues songs lately. There was one called Bringing Home the Rain that I just absolutely love. That's a but great it's, title. It's wonderful and it's a great song too. But the song is just kind of too slow paced for this action. Okay. It's like but um but what I love about well, the slow down the film. <laughs> no, because the PS4 captures the 30 frames per second. Okay. 
Yeah, so it just would not look cool. Yeah, you have to be really high frame. Exactly. But there's a uh, there's a line in that Bringing Home the Rain song. Um, it's, it's something like, uh, uh, you were scared of drowning, but now you're daily diving in. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's Overwatch, man. That's Overwatch for me. I love that. <laughs> hey. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that's what I would play. I just, I just kept on playing Overwatch. I almost started Alien Isolation again, but then I didn't. Uh, I got into Resident Evil 2. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That's like pretty the, fun. Like, where did you, where did you get a copy of Resident Evil 2? Did you go buy this? Yeah. PC. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm making, I'm making some money. Right. Not a lot, but enough. No. But like, you're usually so picky. Oh no, I love Resident Evil. This looks like a, like good, like you know, Resident Evil 4 Resident Evil. It's solid, yeah. Well, yeah, it's would... good, and it's getting night. It's the only game that's come out in the last three months that's gotten anything above a seventy. Uh Metro, didn't it? Yeah, Metro's floating on the eighties. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Doesn't deserve that. But like, uh, what was it on Sterling's podcast? Um, uh, his his composer friend loves it and he hates it and they everything that Jim said made more sense to me than what he said, <laughs> which is just like the first Metro was slow, not as smart as it thinks it is, and just kind of frustrating. And so is this. Yep. Uh, Eighty four on Metacritic for PC. Good lord. Seventy nine for PS four. It's closer. Eighty two for Xbox. Nope. I love how Xbox is always a little bit higher than everything else because we are less discerning apparently. We need it's a game. It's new. Oh thank God. It's a game. Something. But that's not true. Come on. Starving. No. But it, it's nice to play such a traditional survival horror game, and it's super traditional uh, to the point that it kind of bugs me a little bit. But it's nice to play kind of a comfort food game like that that does look like it belongs on this gen. It looks like a modern game. It's not like blowing you away with the graphics, Resident Evil 2, but it's, you know, it's good. Well, Resident Evil 2 is nice to blow me away. The hair is bad. Well, that's always been the case with Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the, 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 but the, like the female zombies, the hair just looks like a, like a, like a steel wool mop. Oh, really? Ugh. Yeah, it's bad. I never noticed that. I appreciated how much detail was on the zombies. Like, you can really tell what these zombies did in life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I like the zombies. The zombies are good. Yeah. And I like I like the amount of um just the amount of like weird actions the zombies will do depending on how you almost kill them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it's it's really nice how the game kind of reacts to you. Yeah, when you pop them heads, that is some floppy gore. Yeah. Are there a lot of different like zombie models? So you're not seeing like Peloton yeah. zombies? Yeah, there are. Like it's got that weird video game thing where like there's people with fat bodies and skinny faces that I hate. <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> It's like, but there's a, there's a variety of zombies. Yeah, like, that's not what happens. People don't just have like tiny faces like that. <laughs> I think some people do. I've never seen it. it. It always puts me off. What weirds me out is when people have like a normal sized head, but the face is smaller. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that throws me, man. Yeah, when they're like eighty percent forehead and cheek. <laughs> yeah, and, like like guys are like really close. Yeah, it's weird. Meanwhile, meanwhile, like our our one listener is looking in the mirror, going, "Oh, yeah, I know. That's it." <laughs> I've never listened to those guys again. We, Pick we it up. More than me. one, right? Oh, I'm sure we do. Two or three. I'm sure yeah. we do. <laughs> but they all have small faces and big heads. So no, that's it. That's it. We all did of it. them. Now it occurs to me. It's been a while since we thanked you guys for listening. Yeah. Not it trying to fetch him. Just saying, like, come on. Admit it. When you played Fallout 4 and you ran to that gangster outside of the vault, his face looked weird. <laughs> admit it. I don't remember that guy. That's At what all. stood out to me. At all. And when you rescue Nick, 
No, I don't remember. I don't remember that. Huh. No. Nick Valentine stuck in that vault and you break him out and there's like a mob thingy. I remember Nick Valentine, the character. I don't remember how I met him. Ah. It's been a while, actually. It's yeah. been a long time. Fallout yeah. 4 was, yeah. I played it a lot more than you guys. There's a you whole did. other bad Fallout game since then. But it was a Fallout game. Oh, boy. <laughs> I mean, Anthem is so lucky it followed 76. Yeah. Like, at least it was, it was mediocre, not an abomination. <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure Anthem has its has its community. I hope it finds it. The javelins look cool. Is there a way to see what can, how many concurrent players are on? Uh, is it on Steam or is it on Epic Store? I don't know. I, 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 if, you're not. Epic. Sup, I, yeah, there is actually. I can I can look that up. Steam Anthem. Like community. I just. Imagine. Oh wait, no. It's St- uh, Anthem's 100 percent uh, origin. Yeah. Okay, so okay, let me see. So we would. They would not let us know. Anthem I don't think they want anyone to know. Players. I was gonna say, can you, can you imagine how the morale is in that office right now? Terrible. Like apparently that you're you're looking at like minute and a half load times on solid state drives. Yep. Oh my god. That is unacceptable. That's one thing I can say about Just Cause Four. Load times are almost non-existent. I just done ten weird. seconds or less. Yeah. So no, no, even even on the initial load. Yes. Like it loads up and and it, and it'll have like behind Just Cause Four, left Rico and like a, and like a scene, and you choose continue and you just kind of walk out onto the scene and there you are. Wow. And you die and it's like a ten second load if if, if anything else. So yeah, the load times are super short. Mm-hmm. It's not loading any super high res textures though, so that's probably it. Fucking Red Dead didn't have that. Shit. Man, I my I had a, I got a solid state drive for sixty bucks. Holy crap, five hundred gigabytes. It fixed all my problems with Andromeda. And I had a lot of problems with Andromeda. I really want a solid state drive in a PS4. It it, it, it cut my load times like down by a minute. Yeah. Apparently you have to do some pretty significant like work on your PS4 to get that in there though. No, like, no inside. There, there are solid external ones. Yeah. yeah, no, there are solid state drives that will fit inside a PS4. Yeah, there are, but you have to crack it open to do it. Yeah, but, but Sony gives you the instructions to do that. It's, you know, yeah. you, you unscrew this, unscrew that, pop this out, slide out the thing, put the other thing in. How hard could that be? Yeah, it's like, we're not going to be Apple. You can do it if you want. As a man, <laughs> I'm quite sure I can accomplish this. Well, true. However, I actually think I read somewhere that a hybrid drive is just as good and less expensive. Because there's, like, issues on the inside where I can only take advantage of so much. So going full solid state's cool, but you can save some money and go hybrid. And it's well, as long as better. Overwatch is loaded onto the solid part, yeah. Because, because what this what this gives you with Overwatch is you will always load into the lobby first and be able to pick your character first. So no one would ever be able to pick Tracer before. <laughs> so this is all about cheating. It's not about cheating. It's about picking Tracer. Just like the VR isn't cheating. Okay. This is off the shelf. This is not, this is, there's nothing wrong with this. And using a mouse and keyboard on the PS4 is not is cheating. cheating. No, it is <laughs> cheating. That is cheating. You, you know, one of my favorite things for Resident Evil 4, it's like, so, like, you only get it from, like, you know, like, oh, boy, I'm going to say it, Japanese games. Okay. Like, the way Leon sees the zombie and goes and says shit, like you would say shit if you just spilled coffee on your tie. <laughs> shit. Shit. Oh, <laughs> come on. And it, he's, he's being mauled to death. And it's just, it's... It's, it, it works. It's funny to me. Like it's, it works as like intentional, almost intentional comedy. I wonder how much of that is is voice acting by non-native speakers of the language. No, you know what it was? It was here's the script. We're not going to give you any direction. Just read these words. That makes sense. And yeah. one take, and off you go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. 
I can see that. And like, and like, I bet, like the actual play of the game is like, wait, you use that line read for this? Come on. <laughs> Had I known I'd been getting my throat torn, right? I would have done a little more like, for oh, you. Holy fuck. <laughs> yeah, something like that. That tongue just came outside of its face. There's a brain on the outside of its body. What the fuck? And so he's like, oh, God, look at that. No, no. That Julie, is master that should not of unlocking. Be. I was expecting the liquors to be scarier. Eh, they, they've messed me up pretty good. But no, didn't you play uh, Resident Evil 5? Uh, 5, yes. Some good liquor action in that. God, I don't even remember the liquors in 5, but that was years yeah. ago. They're in the mine section. They're all over that place. Five was the Africa one, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Played that one, but forgot most of it. I had that one really good boss fight where you try to get that, like, gem off this woman's, like, face. Or, or her, like, bodysuit. <laughs> and you have to keep, like, just, like, knocking her out and, like, just, like, uh, like using, like, a knife to, like, pull it out of her. I don't know. Yeah. It was oh, a good God, fight. Oh, God, I remember. Oh, that was gross. Yeah. There was some good shit in 5. For all, yeah, there for, was. For all the shit like, we give it, there was some good stuff in the 5. The guy playing Wesker played Wesker. I remember, then, but then when I start thinking about Resident Evil 5 and how stupid it is, I think of Chris punching the boulder. Yeah. Is that yeah. 5 or Oh my six? god, yeah. That's, that's 5. That's 5? Okay, okay. Yeah, that's when Chris like, started taking, uh, you know, roids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, they he had to bulk up for showing up in Marvel, Marvel vs. Capcom 3. So, yeah. You know. <laughs> So how much longer do you think you have in Just Cause? Um, there's three basic missions. There's like three different weather control devices that you have to take care of. The first one I already finished is the tornado thing, which is kind of cool. The second one is a sandstorm, and the third one's like a lightning storm. And I'm kind of like halfway through the second one, so I should be done before next week. Mm-hmm. Um, so what you're saying is you're not going to pick up Apoat for Switch tomorrow? Uh, I, w- I will because I really want to play it. I don't know when I'll get to play it but that it looks so awesome that yeah, I, I need to actually like play it and see what's going on with it well i was watching um i saw a little bit of a like a bunch of um of videos of like 20 or 30 minutes of footage have gone out this week at all the major sites so go to your favorite site and they've probably got a half hour video of a boat up and i watched some of Eurogamers today and what it really is is it's like a it's a it's a jazz song and whenever you want a cymbal crash you kill a guy <laughs> yeah that that's a boat and it it actually plays fairly. It looks like it plays slower than I expected. Mm. Watching watching that footage, but at the same time, I'm still kind of high for it. I just need to remember to wear earbuds when I play it. I can't do the Hollow Knight thing and ignore the music. No. Well, why no. do you do that? Because there's someone else in the room, and I don't want to disturb them, Alex. But the music in Hollow Knight is not. I agree. Do you think you're going fin- to finish Resident Evil Two? Maybe. You spent all this money on it. I know that's that's half the reason. Yeah, and uh, well, I, if 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 my tax refund works out and this burden works out, I definitely won't have money for another game. So, but worth pointing out to the listener, as we were email corresponding about Resident Evil Two earlier this week, there was something like I, I don't remember which one of us said it, but I was like, oh yeah, you said it. Really makes me want to go play Dead Space Dead Two. Space 2 yes. And I yeah, it's like, wouldn't it be awesome to play this? But better in every way. Not every way. Like, tell me one way that's thing. not. The dead, I'm sorry. Dead, tell me one way Dead Space 2 is a lesser game than this Resident Evil 2 remake. Just one. Just oh, one. Okay, you know what? And you can't say screen resolution. No. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like the, the sort of like uh, adventure game puzzle element to it. I like how you have to. 
you're more aware of your surroundings. There's a more free roaming like map thing to it, and you kind of have to remember where you've left windows unlocked. Like when like there's like liquors that show up if you stay away from an area long enough, remembering where other puzzle things were and how to get back to them. It's it's a lot more strategic. There's a map. Yeah, but like you don't remember where things. I didn't remember where a couple things were. Or, like, how to use certain things in a certain way. Yeah, but what, there, were, there was puzzle aspects in Dead Space. They certainly weren't as obtuse as the Resident Evil ones, but I'm not sure that's a vote in Resident Evil. Well, at least it's not a strike in Resident Evil's corner for me. It's a downside. Yeah, and, like, the inventory shit, especially in the first hour, is yeah. uh, is un- offensive. I it's cannot... still doing that box inventory? We yep. have this... Yes. Oh, come. It's bad. Oh, this one's the worst I've oh. ever seen. I hate that. Like, you get... A couple more inventory slots pretty early on, but it's still shitty. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. It's it's all it's all the old frustrations. They're still there. So it's Resident Evil, just it's of. Resident Evil too. It's Resident Evil again, except except the shooting is over the shoulder now, so that's way better than it, than it was. Yeah, you can actually aim. You're not kind of like guessing. <laughs> exactly. And as far as I, I never played the Resident Evil two, is it the same game? Period. Um, yes, it's totally the same story. I believe there's some little changes, like the opening is definitely different. Um, but everything that happened, I remember it happening in the game. Like the same puzzles and stuff? Yes. Remake huh? was the same way. The first one, mm-hmm. Resident Evil Remake, was it was everything from the original Resident Evil plus some. Yeah. Well, that remake is interesting. I thought they added a bunch more stuff. Hmm? Felt like I mean, they added some, but it's still... At its core, it's still the same there, game. There's definitely more stuff in there. There is. And there's some things that occur out of sequence, and there's some things that occur at different times. But, like, I remember every character that we've met in this one. I remember, uh, yeah, like, no, it's the same game. Yeah. It's, it's totally a remake, yeah. Hmm. I missed Ada. Are, are, are we talking about the character from Star Trek? No, Ada Wong. Oh, Ada, Ada not Ada. Data. Ada, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm glad you heard Data, too. Yeah. <laughs> nah, I'm mumbling. Um. <clears throat> well, does that mean it's time for headlines? Before we get to headlines, I have I have a headlines addendum for you that we're okay. missing from your list. So okay. pre headlines, Evo announced its 2019 mm. lineup. Ooh. Okay. There is an important thing missing from this list that makes everybody happy except the people who played that game. So your Evo 2019 games are in no particular order: Tekken Seven, okay. not a surprise; Street Fighter Five. Also not a surprise. Mm-hmm. Blaz Blue Cross Tag. Okay. Dragon Ball Fighters. Mm-hmm. Smash Ultimate, the new Smash. Mm-hmm. Soul Calibur Six. Mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat Eleven. Mm-hmm. Eleven. Samurai, Samurai Showdown. Samurai, the original Samurai Showdown. No, there's a new Samurai Showdown coming out that nobody's played yet. Has this been announced? Yes, it has. It was announced sometime last year, and nobody saw much except for a pretty cool-looking Hamaru. Samurai Showdown, and for you anime fans out there, Undernight Inbirth EXE Latest or Latest. Th- that can't be a title. That's it like, is Undernight Inbirth EXE colon late bracket st bracket or Uniest. Now, what's missing is there's only one version of Smash Brothers in this. Both previous oh, yeah. years, there's been Smash, and then there's been another Smash. Yeah, this Smash one, and it's, Brawl. Yes. This one's finally just Ultimate, which means things might actually run on time. <laughs> but are, are, are the uh, Melee dudes really pissed or something? Oh, yeah. 
But I, I mean, it's a seventeen-year-old game. It yes. is, and the, part of the problem is that's getting harder and harder to schlep all those CRTs around to actually get it set up it, in there. It, they need CRTs. Seventeen-year-old yes. game. Yeah, you, you can't play no, it any like, other way. They wow. they would complain. They would complain. The me- melee players are are their own. And here's the thing: nothing against these players. They have their own big tournaments that they can make last for far too long because melee takes forever to play. So, Smash Ultimate makes sense. It's a new fighting game. It's in. I'm just, you know, interested that that it, this one like really niche anime fighter made it in. Uniist is not a big game. But isn't isn't that that really weird looking one where there's like yeah 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 I think I've seen giant that. bizarre characters. Yeah, yeah. it's, it's Uniel really, is the it's really cool yeah. to watch. Yeah, it is. It's cool to watch, but not a lot of people play it. I'm. I mean, this kind of confirms that Samurai Showdown is going to be making it out relatively soon, mm-hmm. because you got to get it in people's hands so they can play it. When I mean, is, MK, when MK11. Is, when is Evo? Uh, Evo. Oh, what are the Evo dates? You know, oh, what month? Um, it's only a couple months away. Oh wow! It's. I think it's early summer. Evo 2019 dates. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. It's in August. It's in August. So it's it's still a good four months off. I kind of like the art off. style in these screenshots that I'm seeing for the Samurai Showdown. Yeah, no, it looks good. It looks good. Yeah, there's like some cross hatching going on. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, it's neat. It's. I mean, the old Samurai Showdown game. They never made the transition to 3D very well. There were a couple of 3D Samurai Showdown games, and they were all terrible. But Samurai Showdown, at least for the first couple, if I remember correctly, always felt more like waiting for one big hit. It's like so much tension, and then wham, half your health with a normal move, just because that's how Samurai Showdown worked. So I, I hope the new one kind of preserves that. Um, but there's always one NRS game, and, and Injustice 2 is out, and MK11 is in, which is fine, because mm-hmm. I'm tired of Injustice 2. So That was fast. What was uh, that, it's, a year? N- two years? NRS releases a game every two years, basically. So, I mean, Injustice 2 is out two or three years ago. MK11 is going to be out after MK11. It'll last a couple of years, and they'll bring out whatever the next one is. Maybe Injustice 3. Who knows? So, NRS makes their money by being consistent with their releases. Whereas Capcom just doesn't make money anymore. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know all these Resident Evil upports. Oh, no. This this Devil May Cry is going to light people on fire. Actually, they made all their money on Monster Hunter. Oh, that's right. There is that. Yep. Which, if we listen to Alex, wasn't that great? It, that, it was my problem. I, I I get how people can like it, but it's just a little too... Grandy? No, Mickey Mouse clubby. Everyone's just a little too happy all the time. Ugh. And none of the... Every character's like this really bland Saturday morning caricature. It's <laughs> just, it doesn't grab me at all. Like, it, it it's... It is petrified of offending anyone in any way. That does not sound like any Japanese game I have ever played. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Uh, wow. I Capcom know. of I'm USA racist. made that one. That's, oof. No, I know what you're saying, though. I mean, What's that? Senran Kagura comes out of Japan. So yeah. You ever heard of that? Um, what was it? Uh, There's an anime where every country is represented by, like, one person, and it, like... To 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 represent genocide, they have like Germany putting certain countries in like a corner, okay. and it's just like no, it's not this cute misunderstanding. Thousands of people were okay, Japan. Okay, well, just remember <laughs> whose side they were on. Yeah. Anyway. 
So, does that mean it's time for headlines? Oh no! Wait, oh, don't get me started on the Wind Rises. I hated that movie. I don't even know what that movie is. Oh, it's like Miyazaki's last movie, and it's about the guy who invented the the zeros. And it's just like, oh, oh, I guess I'll invent this instrument of war. It's a shame they're not more beautiful though. And like, you're supposed to like feel what, for the what's the zeros? The zero. What's the, Japanese the zero? zero? What is the it's Japanese? The Japanese- their the fighter plane, two, um, oh, the Kamikaze, okay. the Japanese okay. equivalent of like the P fifty one. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, and it's just like, no, I don't feel bad for him. No, fuck him. He made instruments of war. What are you doing? That's like feeling bad for Oppenheimer. Sorry, hey, yes, no, no, I don't. I'm not going to feel sorry for it for you. It's like at least Oppenheimer just like was devastated and never really recovered from from what he did. Yeah, like that that with that uh, I become death like interview. He sounds like he's he lost his mind a while ago. Yeah, and it's, that, it's worth trying. It's worth looking down. That's the appropriate re- uh, reaction yeah. to have invented that. So. I um, it's like imagine knowing that like if society ends, they did it because of me. Mm-hmm. I I gave them the key. Yeah. Yep. Like Einstein was like, "Hey, anybody want this idea? I am terrified of it." <laughs> <laughs> okay, video games. Yes, yes, video games. I'm sorry, I'm thinking about the end of society a lot these days. Yeah. In Overwatch news. You got until 2020 when the peaceful transfer of power doesn't happen. (laughs) In Overwatch news. Uh, Paris is no longer available exclusively in the arcade, and I'm very sad about it. I was having so much fun. I was just having so much fun all the time in Paris. Um, Okay, huge balance changes are coming. I'm going to open up my shit. Okay. Um, a bunch of little stuff. Um, knockback has been changed, and Lucio's speed boost has been changed. And what this means is that Lucio can now speed boost shit that he couldn't before. So it'll be like if a diva uses her boosters while being speed boosted by a Lucio, she can go like three times as far. Cool. Yeah, it's really kind of interesting. Uh, Anna's nano boost has had its heal reduced from 300 to 250. That's fine. Uh, Doomfist had the cooldowns on his rising uppercut and seismic slam reduced from seven to six seconds. Um, that might be an issue, but I think it's okay. Hanzo's sca- sca- sonic arrow had its detection radius increased from seven to nine meters. Uh, Lucio's sound wave when he like boops uh, an enemy into anything or like, like he'll boop an enemy and then someone else headshots the enemy or he boops an enemy and then someone else kills that enemy. He will now get offensive assists for that. Just like a Zen would if he killed something that he had a discord orb on. Mm. Um, McCreen's fan, the hammer had the damage reduced from 55 to 50. So now it'll only do 300 damage instead of 330, 300 damage, by the way, is how much tracers ultimate does. Everybody hates tracer. How much health does tracer have? 150, the lowest health bar in the game. So squishy! So squishy. Uh, Deadeye had his damage per second increased from 275 to 550 per second after locking onto targets for 2.5 seconds. So what this means is squishies will be just as easy to kill quickly with Deadeye as they always were, but now tanks have to worry about it a lot more. Because the way Deadeye works is you activate the ability... And it starts to focus on anyone in range, and a circle closes on them. The amount of time it takes that circle to close depends on how big their health bar is. So if I have one health, it closes instantly. If you have 600 like a Roadhog, it can take a few seconds. This will make that less for the tanks. Hmm. Uh, the, the damage of May's ice spray thing has been increased from 45 to 55 damage per second. Her ice wall has had its health reduced from 500 to 400. No big deal there. 
Uh, Moira's uh, heal spray will now heal a little bit more and a little bit longer. Arissa can now move faster while firing her gun. She used to be slowed to 30% movement speed. Now it'll be 50, which is a big deal for Arissa, so that's good. They've just been slowly buffing Arissa ever since her, her launch. Uh, Farah's rocket launcher has the minimum explosion damage increased. Uh, Soldier 76's rifle will now do 20 damage per shot instead of 19. Bullshit! <laughs> uh, the delay before you can fire after using sprint has been reduced from 0.5 to 3 seconds, and his tack visor can now target Riptire and new hero Batiste's immortality field. More on that in a moment. Uh, Wait, who? Okay. Batiste. Bat- Batiste. Batiste. Uh, Sombra's hack it will now have its cooldown only reduced by half when she hacks a health pack. I think that's kind of bullshit. Because right now, uh, a Vera ha- or a Sombra has to make a choice about, do I have time to hack this health pack right now, or do I just want to hack this health pack right now and maybe not have hack up for the next enemy that crosses my path? That's a choice the Sombra has to make right now. And now they're just saying, man, hack every fucking health pack. I don't like that. I don't like that at all. I think it's, I think it's making her a bit too easy mode. Uh, Torbjorn had his base health increased by 50 armor, so now he's, he's going to be running around at 250 health just like Bridget. Um, they said this he's because he's not survivable enough, and I'm mm. like, that's fucking bullshit. Torbjorn could pop overload and get himself to 350 hit points and survive any attack from pretty much anyone at any time. Meanwhile, you've got uh, Symmetra running around with 200 hit points. And no abilities like that whatsoever. I don't understand why he needed this. I think it's dumb. I will not be happy that I can't one-clip a Torb anymore. Uh, Widowmaker's Infrastrate now reveals enemy health bars and is now cancelled when she dies. So all those videos I put up where Widow goes, goes, Perst on the shop and Moriga, and then I immediately kill her, will be twice as funny from now on. <laughs> so really happy about that. And Wrecking Ball, when he turns on his adaptive shield, that will no longer cancel his ball mode, which is what it should always have been. Okay, <clears throat> new hero announced, Baptiste. Baptiste is, um, he was a member of Talon's infantry. He was like a grunt. And then he decided he couldn't, he couldn't just kill for what other people were telling him to do anymore. He had to do the right thing and, and be fight for the people and all that jazz. And so he decided he was going to be a medic and save lives. And his kit is fucking ridiculous. I don't think he's a very interesting-looking character. I think his design is kind of meh. Yeah, yeah. Just like, yeah there's some armor now. and a scarf. Yeah, and the way I put it was what he looks like is he looks like the first tier of an XCOM soldier before he distinguishes himself. Yeah, <laughs> and like you, had, you put some uh, random-ass scarf on him. You didn't have time. And the scarf. And like yeah. the scarf is the only kind of interesting thing about him. And even then, it's not that interesting. But yeah. he's, I like his kit. he's a handsome dude. And the fan art community has really gotten on board with that aspect of him. Apparently, he is a daddy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm not... Yeah. He's a little too young for a daddy. I don't know. I don't know. You know I'm not, not that I would know. Heal me, daddy. What, <laughs> I, what I'm happy about is he kind of fits into the primary healer role like Anna Moira Mercy. Except, interestingly, he has a penis. <gasps> so he's the first primary... He's the first, like, anchor healer, like, primary healer that's not a woman. Um, and that's kind of something the community's been asking for for a while because the fact that, like, every primary healer was a woman was kind of like, taking care of people is women's mm-hmm. work. So yeah, yeah. No, white mage bullshit. Exactly. So so that's cool. That aspect of it is cool. And I'm really hoping we get some good-looking skins for him because unlike a lot of the original cast, I don't think his base skin looks very good at all. Okay, so here's here's Baptiste's deal. 
he is a primary healer, but he's kind of a skill shot healer. He's very much like Anna in that if you don't have mechanical skill and really good game awareness, you're not going to do well on him. But if you have excellent game awareness, like, oh, this Reaper's about to drop in and Death Blossom my team, Batiste is going to go very, very far for you. So here's the deal. 200 hit points. Uh, when he crouches, he starts a thing that charges for up to 1.5 seconds. If he then hits jump, he just goes flying straight up. He has, <laughs> he has the, um, how to put it? He basically has more vertical mobility than anyone in the game, period. Period. Hmm. Yeah. Like Genji Including climbing. Including Uh, yeah, yeah, because Farah's got that jump jet on a cooldown. She's got okay. a resource, and like, you know, she can fly around, he can't do that. But there is no cooldown on his, on Exo Boost. Like, he can just do it all the fucking time. He can go, boing, shoot, 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 while he's in the air, land, crouch, boing, shoot, 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 shoot. He can just do that. I, that sounds fun. Yeah, it sounds OP. Uh, <laughs> uh, his, <laughs> That's kind of why it's fun. It's kind of hard to get headshots from below. <laughs> his weapon is, uh, it's, it's like a, a three-shot burst assault rifle on top and an under-barrel grenade launcher. The three shots do 25 damage per shot, so 175 per burst. It's about one burst every two seconds, I think. Don't quote me on that. Maybe 1.5. Underneath, he shoots grenades that only heal allies. You can't shoot the ground and heal yourself with this thing. The grenades have three-yard radius. They heal for 60 health. Uh, Ten grenades in a clip, uh, 45 of the normal shots in a clip. Uh, but this is... His other heal ability is called Regenerative Burst. That's the only way he can heal himself. It's got a, like a 15 second cooldown, so it's very comparable to Soldier's Biotic Field. Except unlike Biotic Field, Soldier drops the field and you have to move into it. With Biotic Burst, he just goes, Burst, or whatever he says, and then everyone in the radius gets the buff applied to them. If they then mm. leave the radius, they still heal 150 over the next 5 seconds. If they enter the radius after he's already done the burst, they get nothing. So okay. it's, it's one it, shot. Okay. Yeah, it's one shot, and it's kind of like Soldier's Biotic Field, but I, I would say it's a little better, maybe. His big thing is the Immortality Field. Yeah, I'm watching a video on this. What is this bullshit? Allow me to explain. So I just see a bastion here, like, hating its life, <laughs> watching this video of it. Yeah. <laughs> so what, what the Immortality Field is, is he throws it out like May throws her ult. Um, so it's a, it's a projectile that he throws, but it can't be blocked by any shield. A Ryan shield won't stop it. A Maywall probably will. Um, a Genji can't deflect it. Uh, Diva's defense matrix can't eat it. So he can throw this, you know, through a Ryan, through a Ryan shield, through a Winston bubble to his allies behind or whatever. Now, this doesn't mean, it's called the immortality field, but that doesn't mean you can't take damage while you're in it. You can. But it will only drop you down to 20% of your max health. Once you're at 20%, all of that damage just does nothing. They've added a new sound effect to the game to let you know when that's happening. When you are shooting a guy but dealing no damage. Yeah, it sounds like this. <laughs> <laughs> now, in playtesting, like, someone will fire off a D.Va ult, for example. He'll, you'll, put the, you'll put the immortality field right on top of the D.Va ult, stand next to the D.Va ult, and when the D.Va ult goes off, it destroys the projector... It destroys the little thing. Um, but you still survive the ult. It's just you're down to 20% health, which is 40 for most heroes. Um, the thing itself, the projector, can be destroyed once it's thrown, but it floats uh, just kind of like a little bit above head height 
A Rhine standing in front of it will fully shield it just by holding a shield normally. And it has 250 hit points. Jeez. It has as many hit points as Reaper or May, but it is smaller than a Torb's turret. So uh, it's it's one of these things that if it didn't have the thing where you could drop to 20% health, this would just be an alt. Like, this is an incredibly powerful ability, but it's incredibly powerful circumstantially. It's incredibly powerful if you know exactly when you're dropping it and why, and you have a plan, and that plan just happens to execute perfectly. Um, so it's very, very OP in very intelligent hands. So the pros are going to have a lot of fun with it. Finally. You can see this counting like a Reaper alt or... Absolutely. Oh, it could counter any bombs? alt. It could counter, yeah. it could counter anything that could kill you. It will stop it from killing you, period. You can't get headshot by a widow while you're standing in the immortality field. And how long does it last? Eight seconds. That's forever. That's mm, a long time. Yeah. <laughs> and and it has a 20-second cooldown. Not only that, but the cooldown starts as soon as you throw it. So, if it lasts for the full eight seconds, that's only 12 <sighs> seconds of downtime before you get it up again. Interesting. Very, very So... Potent. If you are in the immortality field mm-hmm. and your opponent is also standing in the immortality field, yeah, but it's my does immortality. He receive field. the bonus. Absolutely, he doesn't not. receive the bonus. Absolutely not. It's my immortality field. If I'm standing in the you field, can I kill you? Any. No, no. If, if if I throw my field and you walk into my field, enemy, and I shoot you in the head, you're dead because this is my immortality field. It's not here for you. It's here for me and my buddies. So, what the hell? You can throw this up on a point, and they can't take the point. You can throw it up on a point, and none of your allies on the point can die. That's stupid. It does sound a bit OP. Well, okay, it lasts eight seconds, and then once that eight seconds is over, if you've just stood there and used it to weather a debolt, for example, with none of your shields up, you're all standing there at 20% health, you're about to die. Like, it, it, it does have its weaknesses. I think the size of it combined with 250 hit points is a bit much. I think the devs are going to be looking at pros dealing with it to determine whether or not 250 is too much, and they're going to find out that no, a pro can deal that much damage in the blink of an eye, therefore it's not a problem. But I, I do think I do think it's a big, bit much at the moment. The most interesting... So that that is a mechanic that's never existed in the game before, by the way. And when I first saw it, I was like, oh shit, that's what I wanted Mercy's fucking ult to be was just to render her team invincible for a moment. And that's not what it is. It's just you can't... You can still be hurt very... Yeah, it's like... It's like uh, uh, it's very much like um, like like that uh, that Joker quote. We're not going to kill you. We're just going to hurt you hurt really, you real, really bad. bad. Yeah, yeah, so that's what it does. Finally, his ult is a thing called Amplification Matrix. And what this is, is it is a kind of shimmery see-through wall that he can deploy either kind of like flat in front of him or uh, along like a May wall. You can rotate it by hitting the alt button twice. And what it does is any projectile, any allied projectile that shot through it has its effect doubled. <laughs> doubled. Come on. So a bastion shooting through it is doing oh double gosh. bastion. If a widow shoots a roadhog in the head through this, one she shot? will one-shot a Roadhog. 600 hit points. One shot. Uh, if a Tracer tosses her Pulse Bomb through it, it's a projectile. It works. Uh, no beam weapon will work. Winston's Tesla Canna, Zarya's beam, um, Symmetra's beam, those are completely unaffected by it. Symmetra's orbs, 
will be doubled. Um, hmm. Moira's grasp will do nothing. Her spray will do nothing. But if she throws an orb through it, interestingly, the healing won't be doubled. The damage won't be doubled, but it will damage things twice as quickly. And the damage orb deals 200 damage. It will deal that damage twice as fast and then exhaust itself twice as fast. So I think that's kind of weird in terms of Moira. Interesting. Yeah. Yes. But for everyone else, it, it, it just kind of works. It works like this. If, de if Diva's Defentrix Matrix would eat the ability, this will amplify it. Hmm. So you, okay. th you throw me Snowball through it and uh, now Blizzard will do 200 damage instead of one. Yeah, the, the example video of this is Tracer one-clipping a Roadhog. Yeah, you those would have to be all headshots for that to work. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> but yeah, like I, I think for Tracer, this is not going to be a great ult for my team to use with me. Like You'd have to set up this wall literally in the middle of an enemy team for me to get the, any use out of it. Because if yeah, you're more than five yards... Around. Yeah. yeah, if you're more than five yards from an enemy, that's further away than I need to be to kill them. <laughs> like, I need to get close. But it, it's cool that when you shoot through it, there's like an effect through the wall that shows you it boosting each individual shot. Just like when a Genji deflects, you can see him deflect each individual shot. There's a frame of animation for it. Cool. You can see the boost effect. It's it's actually pretty neat. And that's Baptiste. So he does he does look a little OP. Um, I think it's kind of fucked up that Mercy can heal a single target for 50 health per second. And this motherfucker can shoot an area of effect grenade that heals for 60 health per second. Um, I think that's kind of bullshit. I'm not too happy about that. I do understand that he's very much a skilled hero. Like, you don't want to play him if you're a bad shot. You don't want to play him if you have shitty game sense. He's considered a three-star difficulty. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. It'll be interesting. And that is the end of Overwatch news. <clears throat> Sorry for all those patch notes, folks. Darksiders 3 met its internal expect, uh, internal forecast expectations at THQ. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo, where is he? That just means somebody is paying attention and knew that. Isn't this all okay? THQ yeah. North. It's all right. I mean, if you don't just expect six million copies from yeah. Anthem. Yeah. This isn't no. Square or, or, or six EA. Yeah. Look, I don't know what Anthem's going to sell. It's not going to be six million guys. <laughs> no. Not even life. Did someone now. anticipate six million for Anthem? That's what they wanted. That's what they, not what they like, like, like a, like a high up sales goal, like, like everyone gets bonuses. Like that's what they expected it to do. Ew. Yeah. Does not bode well for Bioware. No, it does not. Nope. Um, Pokemon Sword and Pokemon Shield were announced for Switch today, coming late 2019. Don't uh, care. I, I thought the bunny thing was cute, but yeah. I like the, the, the green gorilla thingy. Yeah, it was cute. They're all cute. But if it plays anything like Pokemon Let's Go, fuck no. Fuck well, no. no. The, that wasn't a core Pokemon game. It's a core Pokemon game. Yeah, but you, every, all the graphics, all the screenshots I've seen look like an expansion to Pokemon Let's Go. I'm... I, they can't dumb it down that much, can they? I'm sure they're they just... Could. They might just be using the same engine again and it's a very different That's, game. I don't know. That's what I. That's what I would. I would, I would say this is more like another like. Gold, what was the last one? Gold and silver. Uh, I don't even know. I, I don't no even. Idea. I think they were up Sapphire, to letters the last Ruby, time I checked. Alpha. Gamma, yeah, there was like an know. X and Y. I po think Pokemon yeah. left and right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Have they Up's done night and day yet? That, that's not my joke. I saw that on Twitter. In fact, it might have been Alex. <laughs> no, I, I don't do. I. I haven't. I'm not. I, I, don't have I haven't made a ton in years. Yeah. I don't have a Pokemon joke I'm proud of. Let's put it that way. <laughs> uh, Assault Android Cactus. Okay, tell us one that you're ashamed of. Yeah, the one I just did was pretty bad. 
Okay. Agreed. Yeah. Assault Android Cactus Plus is on its way to Switch, which is awesome. It comes out March 8th. I will totally I buy that I already own again. that game, though. I already, I already have it. Yeah, but I don't have it on a handheld, so I'm going to buy it again. Okay. <laughs> uh, Amazon is listing a placeholder Bethesda Softworks title with the Fallout Countdown video. It's listing it for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. <sighs> Fallout, Obsidian. we're sorry about 76. Obsidian or get the fuck out. Yeah, it's no. It's Avalon or get the fuck out. Oh, A- Avalon might be a possibility. Obsidian is not. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's way too busy on Dying Light. If he's working on Dying Light, he'll he'll have a job for at least three more years. Yeah. Well, hey, it might be. The, in fact, I think it's planned this year. Oh, but yeah. you're talking about DLC. I get it. Yeah, like like they just put so much in the original game. They there's did. just no way. They did. This is going to be supported till the end of the gen and beyond. Yeah. Uh, okay, so apparently Microsoft is working on HoloLens 2. Yeah. Yeah. The HoloLens 1 was never available for sale to the public. No, it's not for that. That's Actually, how it was originally shown. I know. It was playing fucking wasn't Minecraft ready. with HoloLens. Wasn't ready. Um, the big deal with this one is HoloLens 2 comes with a big, fat military contract. And a lot of Microsoft employees are not yeah. happy about that. Yeah, I saw okay, that. that's weird. Oh, man, could you imagine flying a drone with one of these things? Yeah, man. So HoloLens 2 is also not going to be available for the general public. The third one will be. So we'll see HoloLens for the new Xbox console, probably. Hmm. It's my guess, anyway. And I don't necessarily have a problem with the military contract. I mean, you you got to sell it to somebody. Weren't we just having a conversation about how people who make weapons of war should go insane and that's the right thing to do? Well, okay, when you make the atomic though. bomb, yeah, when you're making a Kevlar vest, no. Okay, this isn't a Kevlar vest. You know, this is this is a weapon, yeah. This is yeah. This is something that will make it easier Actually, to kill people. It is, but but what's interesting is like drone pilots have a higher ratio or higher occurrence rate of PTSD than regular soldiers do. Well, probably Weird. because everyone treats them like it's fine because yeah. they have no idea what they just went through. Because there there's no there's no resolution, there's no satisfaction. You push a button and in your head you know that people died, but you didn't see it. Hey, remember, uh, was it, um, oh shoot. Yeah, Gyllenhaal did a movie about it, right? No, 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 um, oh crap, Jaeger made it, uh, oh, it was, uh, oh, yeah, it yeah, was yeah, Heart yeah, of Darkness yeah. in, yeah, 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 in yeah. Dubai. Fuck, it was really good. Uh, they were gonna Spec make Ops, another. Spec Ops The Line. Spec Ops The Line, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Jaeger yeah. was working on Dead Island 2. And that died, mm-hmm. and I think Jaeger went with it. Went to another dev. Yeah. No, and then now it's just canceled, period. Is it? Yeah. Good. I remember reading and being sad about that. I'm not. Mm. I'm not. Fucking fuck Deep Silver. Techland is where it's at. That's true. And also, well, fuck Techland for uh, where's my uh, Hell Raid. Yeah, I, I, I do still want Hell Raid. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do still want Hell Raid. I want my first-person Diablo, Techland. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Dead Cells is getting a big new piece of free DLC that adds two new post-game areas, only accessible after you've literally beaten the game, beaten the Hand of the King five times across five oh, that. Progress- oh, progressively ascending difficulty levels. That's not okay. Once you do that, then you can fight the giant We made DLC thing. for the top 0.5% of the players. Yes. Yeah, that's, that's and, not good. Yeah, that's and, good. and that's why I'm not, like, I'm just, I'm not going to boot that game again, because I beat the Hand of the King once. That's plenty. You did. I'm good. I, have I didn't realize re- you did I have, that. I have reached the hand of the king three times. It's it's on the blog. 
I totally got a video on the plug. I don't remember that. Yeah, man. Yeah. I can't find that. I don't. Yeah. I've forgotten about yeah, that. Me, that you actually beat the hand of the king. Hang on. Let me let me let me go to the tags on my blog. Tag Overwatch. Change this. I don't to remember that. Dead space cells. Dead space cells. Yes. Uh, there's a post on Wednesday, August twenty second, titled "Alex, could you bring your nose over here? There's something I need to rub it in." Chamberlain, <laughs> you get in. You get on in here too. Yeah. And then there's a YouTube video embedded titled "I hate you so much, Hand of the King." He's a bastard. He's a bastard, and I kicked his monkey ass. Uh, celebrated narrative indie adventure to the moon is coming to Switch this summer. I know I nothing about that. I know nothing about it beyond the fact Neither that it made I. a bunch of people cry. That's yeah, all I know about it. It's it's not as well it? written as people like if you had stumbled across it and it's like here's a game that might be okay and it's like actually this is a pretty well written story but like people it's like oh my god it's one of the best stories I've ever seen a video game tell it's okay well the writing's okay I mean the, the question is once you get to the end and how much it affected you in hindsight that that's how I'm you not judge stories Coco. isn't that the one where there's someone who's dying and they're implanting memories I, yeah and they're making him feel like he went to the moon yeah okay oh. okay. Ooh. So it's like half Running Man, half like sad something. Yes, but also Final <laughs> Fantasy three. Oh, or you know what? No, uh, Chrono Trigger. So it it's also like. an RPG. Oh. Like there's kind fights. Of. It's no. it's no. Oh, okay. It's probably a walking simulator ish. Yeah, it's it's more story driven. Oh. Yeah. Uh, THQ Nordic held held an Ask Me Anything on Eight Chan. Okay. So for listeners who, and I would assume that all of our listeners are far too classy to know what Eight Chan is. For the record, now, I did not know what Eight Chan was. <laughs> I'm ashamed to know that I did know what 8chan was. 8chan is full of people who were so bad that 4chan kicked them out. 4chan, I know what it is. And 4chan is known to be a hive of scum and villainy. Yes. Now, 8chan is a hive of scum a and villainy and pedophiles. Hive of yes. So, yeah. This is not a place that you should go for an ask me anything if you want to be taken seriously and are not dead. And you're trying to avoid being associated with Nazis, pedophiles, racists. Republicans. It's just not someplace you go. And I was reading the Kotaku article that was calling them out on this, and apparently, Achan is so horrific that if you were to Google it, you won't get a result. It's been delisted because it's yeah. been delisted from Google for all the awful shit you can find yeah. on there. And we're, we're supposed to believe this is a mistake. Yeah. Uh, no, it, it wasn't. Someone at THQ knew exactly what the fuck they were doing. Otherwise, there is a location for Asks Me Anything that birthed the fucking term, and it's yeah. called Reddit. Reddit. It's yeah. still there. Why would you go to 8chan? Why would you do this? This is like doing it on Resetera. Like, I'm not, like, Resetera is relatively clean as a whistle, <coughs> but you still don't do it there. You do it on fucking Reddit, where everyone knows where it is. Everyone knows your name. The only reason to do this is to say, look how cool and from the streets we are. We get down with the pedos? One of the first comments was, more lollies, please. Thank you. Yes, and then, and then a picture of uh, what would appear to be a guy groping two young girls with big tits. Ah, uh, what? No, a drawing, a drawing, I should say. Yeah, I about to say. And then the dev responded, well, looks like you've got that covered. No. It's... Good God. It's a bad take. It's yeah. a like, bad someone look. could face charges for this. It's a really, I don't know. No, not charges. It's really? a poor taste, like just, but it's not. Being like, uh, unless you're talking about, like, corporate sabotage. Like, because even, like, fictional child porn is illegal. Yeah, I believe that's true. Yeah. But either way, this was dumb as fuck for a company that's done a lot of things. And I'm like, what? Not, not dumb as fuck, just calculated and 
Yeah. Evil. And stupid. Yeah. I don't know. I think just maybe just stupid, but that's really stupid. That's that's impressively stupid. If it's not on, if it's as far off the real the real web as you can get without being the dark web, it's it's probably not a place doing. you want to be. You you mm-hmm. knew where you were going. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Cage has been re- revealed for Mortal Kombat 11. I'm on board with that fatality. I think it's actually better than Scorpions. Chances like it's going to get old. It's not I watched it five Scorpions. times. It's oh. not better than Scorpions. No that way. That slow motion flipping the middle finger after he throws the head at the camera. Well, that, was, that was cool. But the slow motion part was also the best part of the Scorpion one. And everything else in the Scorpion one was cool too. This yeah. is, this is, this is, this is a, it's a joke. It's a, it's a little funny one. Fatalities are not for doing an actual matches anyway. You do them once or twice and then you never look at them again. <laughs> do people really not do fatalities at the end of matches after the, after not really, the... no. It takes too long. No. You just want to get ready to go and do the next match. No. They're no, what takes for some your work? <laughs> I'm going to make you sit through this animation. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know you hate the babalities. I don't care. <laughs> uh, PlayStation's PS Plus games from March are Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered and John Blows the Witness. I will not be downloading either of those. I tried to play The Witness for like half an hour once. It was so pretentious that I couldn't stand it. That does sound like John Blow. Does oh. it? Yeah. Did ever see indie indie game in the movie? No, no, I didn't he need to. He's in it for barely five minutes. You're like, yep, that's him. I played, I played Braid. I played like five played hours Braid of Braid, too. and that's yeah. all I need to know about John Blow. I hate him. The, the, the best part about the movie is like John Fish, the guy that made Fez, is a nut case. That, that does that not tra- surprise me. And you well. get a front row seat to that. Like you meet his like his, his one like. Friend in quotes who helped him make the game and just the the, the he's the most browbeaten pitif- like pitiful little dude. And you're like get out of there, man. Get the fuck out of there. You don't need this abuse. Uh, Is Notch in that movie at all? I don't. I think so. Uh, yeah, he turned out to be a shitbag too, didn't he? Yeah, well, a little bit. Only after he sold everything and yeah. got his millions and became a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, so just for the listener, I would strongly recommend you not download The Witness, because if you do, you will be directing, directly funding douchery. Mm-hmm. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Well, though. well, that's why that's why it's on PS Plus. Exactly. And if you download it, he gets money, so don't download it. Um, Call of Duty Modern Warfare is kind of like a who the fuck asked for that? Oh, wait, the Xbox, the Games with Gold ones came out, too. Hold on, give me two seconds. Okay. Let me dig this up, because it's a really meh list. Oh, really? Yeah, because they're doing four games a month now, but they're doing some older ones. Okay, uh, Adventure Time, Pirates of the Enchiridion. Enchiridion, yeah. shitty game. Um, Plants vs. Zombies, Garden Warfare 2. Mm, popular with a certain group. And original Xbox game, Star Wars Republic Commando. Meh. And Metal Gear... Rising Ooh, Revengeance. See, that's better than this whole lineup on PS Plus as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Revengeance is actually not bad. Revengeance is spectacular. It's wonderful. But it's a last-gen game, which actually might be interesting because if I remember correctly, hmm. Revengeance had some performance issues on the previous gen. Not really. It wasn't bad yeah. at all. Um, you remember how we were talking last week about what was the last truly great game that Platinum made? You think Revengeance was... Uh, name me a better Would one. Would you call came... Revengeance great? Yes. Just, yes. just say the name Revengeance know. and try I, to take yourself seriously. I don't know if I'm I can not... call Revengeance great. Though. Revengeance was great, I'm telling you. It's fucking great. Revengeance was fucking great. It really was. It truly was. And I'm trying to think of a game they've come out with that's really, truly better. And honestly, I don't think Bayonetta 2 was. 
I don't. I, that was like 2013, right? Uh, uh, sounds about right. Yeah, it's it's not a new game. Yeah, it was definitely last gen. But yeah, I can't think of a really better I, I game than that, that. I don't know if Raiden swinging his sword around with his feet really counts as being great. Yeah, well, like. No, it was the way it felt to play and the way it felt to parry shit. Like the way that game felt to play was some of the purest gaming fucking joy. It really was. It felt fantastic. Mm. And I'm trying to think of something platinum. You know what? Let me just fucking look up platinum games. Let's settle this right now. That Legend of Korra was a real disappointment. They, uh, yes. Didn't Platinum also make a Ninja Turtles game that was super shit? Yeah, yes. Uh, 2013 to present. Uh, okay, here we go. List of games. <coughs> Metal Gear Rising Revengeance was indeed 2013. Prior oh, to that... I nice. scare myself sometimes. Prior to that, the two best games they had done was Bayonetta in 2009, Vanquish in 2010. And I think we can agree that Bayonetta and Vanquish were the peak. Uh, yes. Revengeance was 2013. Then it was Wonderful 101, Bayonetta 2 in 2014. I am going to go on record and say that Metal Gear is better than Bayonetta. Uh, two, Bayonetta 2. I'll give you Bayonetta 2, not Bayonetta 1. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. Okay. Okay. Um, Legend of Korra, Transformers, Devastation, which got a lot of... Actually, that's not bad. Uh, but is it better than Metal Gear? No. There you go. Star Fox Zero, Star Fox Guard, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Mutants in Manhattan. Oh, oh I hadn't God. considered this. Near Automata. Near Automata. I have, I have might, issues with Near Automata. I know, I know, but I never Personal played it. Personal issues. And it might, you know, let's just let's just crack open that. We'll crack open Metal Gear. And I'm see sure Metacritic and Near Automata is sky high. And that's it. Well, let's 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 see. Uh, Apparently, I just can't take a joke. Oh yeah, well we know that. <laughs> Near Automata. <laughs> <laughs> My trust is easily easily squashed. And then you immediately laugh at yourself, disproving the joke. Okay. Here we go. <laughs> Uh, Metal Gear Vengeance Metacritic. So I'll let Metacritic sell this. Okay. Uh, okay. Which Metal is a self-flawed, but I suppose we're, we're just gonna have, we're gonna go yeah. with whatever the highest score for each one is. So the highest score for Metal Gear is eighty-three percent on PC. All right. Ah, oh, the highest. Well, and just the first thing I opened for Nier Automata, eighty-eight. Uh huh. 80, eighty-eight for PS4. Yeah. So maybe Nier is better. But I think it's a very different game. Like, maybe, well, I don't know. I don't know. Nier has big open-world-ish areas, whereas Revengeance was on rails, basically. Yeah, but Revengeance was also a ridiculously tight combat system. Um, I didn't really feel that way about Nier's. It was good. No, no. It was good, but it wasn't like that razor-sharp Devil May Cry uh, Metal Gear. Like well, Metal even Gear. Devil May Cry isn't Devil May Cry anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> but Bayonetta sure as fuck was. The first Bayonetta. The first one, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Ape is out tomorrow. Hey. What's the price on that? Twenty. I have no American? idea, but I would, I would, est- I would estimate twenty American. Yeah, okay. You know what? I bet okay. you Steam can tell us right fucking now. Steam Ape Out. on Steam. Oh. God, I love the internet. <laughs> <laughs> Available twenty eighth February. There is no pre order option. Weird. Or maybe I would have to log in to see it. Probably. Yeah. Alex, you're logged in. Yeah, what? Okay, uh, look up Ape Out on Steam and see if it's got a price. Okay. Ape Out. The game will unlock in approximately 13 hours. What's that other top-down indie game? Hotline Miami. Yeah, yeah, because we're not gonna, probably not going to get a third one of that. So. No. And after the second one, I don't want one. The second one was just more of the first one. The second one was almost different. too much. 
It, it was, we didn't finish that one, though. No. I actually it, managed. I bowled my way through that one. It, it, it kept on, like, throwing weird mechanics at, at you to, like, really challenge you, and I'm like, I, I'm not, no. <laughs> this is just not... I'm, I'm not invested enough in your narrative to deal with all this bullshit. I lost track of the narrative. I was just killing people with, like, pipes. <laughs> Visit the website. A- any luck there, Alex? Yeah, yeah, 13 hours. No, I mean, the price. <laughs> the price, Alex. Price. Oh, um, excuse me. Is there a price? Uh, no price. Okay, no price. So I, yeah. Weird. That, that weird, yeah. All right. I would say estimating $20 is reasonable. Yeah, they wouldn't it's... be hiding it if it wasn't, like, a little big. Yep. Right. Uh, Katana Zero's development is now 100% complete, and the dev promises, quote, some exciting news coming mid-March, including console plans and an exact launch date reveal. They told us we were going to get that information in February, motherfuckers! And they note that the news will fulfill one of your biggest requests, and if the responses I read to the last tweet they made when they announced that, like last month, um, it, it's a switch port. <laughs> yeah. Because it's like what every fucking response to that tweet was. Switch, please. Switch, please. And that's all the headlines. Well, we're not going to talk about Microsoft supposedly releasing like like their potential announcements for E3. They what? There's like rumors that Microsoft's going to announce two different consoles at E3. I had no idea. The release date for Outer Worlds kind of popped up on Steam for a hot second. Oh, man, that is? Yeah, uh, August 6th. Ah, cool, yeah, that's a good yeah. time for it. Good okay. time for it, okay. end of summer, yeah. Just before the, the fall rush, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's ideal. Makes sense to me. Okay, so yeah, I hadn't heard these Microsoft Basically, it's, it's kind of, it's continuing with their kind of iterative ideas where there's like, right now, the Xbox One S is the base model and the X is the premier model. Mm-hmm. Well, it's going to kind of iterate again where they're playing with forward compatibility, where the X becomes the new base model and there's a new hot shit version that they're releasing. But the idea is it's still almost the same ecosystem. It's still the same line of systems. Okay. It's just if you have this new one, it's going to look fucking awesome. So all if you your, got the X, it's going to look okay. So all your Xbox One games will continue to work on the X? Baseline Xbox games will now be developed for the X and will not be backwards compatible with the Xbox One. No, or the they S. will. What? That's the thing. Forward compatibility. It will. They will. They will be designed for the new hardware, but, but they will, will be able to scale back on the old. Yes. So you have this one kind of continuous line of consoles, whereas they they stop selling the S. The X is now the new bottom line. And the next one is, you know, what I think this is going to allow them to do is if they release two versions of this new one in 2020, you're going to have one that's normal price and you're going to have the one that's going to be fuck you expensive. I don't think they're going to do that. I think they're they're aware that that's what killed them with this gen was the mm, price difference. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Whoever the hundred bucks wanna... cheaper seems to win every time. I know. Right. Well, it's... I also, the idea of them almost teaming up with Nintendo that we talked about last week that is could be so compelling yeah. and so awesome. Well, I, I think mean, the, the I idea think of streaming be... Xbox One games on a Switch. The thing is, I think that would be a much more, um, a much more beneficial relationship in the opposite direction. I'm sure Nintendo's happy to have those games on the Switch. They don't need them. Microsoft needs content on its platforms. What they need is Mario Odyssey running on an Xbox. I don't know if Nintendo would 
Of well, course Nintendo, they would not. Nintendo they likes money. They don't need to. But they don't need no, to. They, they don't. And that's why Nintendo won't. And that's why this deal is so good for Nintendo, because Nintendo just gets just gets more fucking games on their platform. And what does Microsoft get? Well, they get, they get another platform to sell their games on, but it's not going to make anyone buy another Xbox. No, it does but kind of give buying you the streaming service on there, yeah. It does kind of give you incentive to make an Xbox your second platform, I guess, as opposed to a PS4. But yeah. I mean, it's not like the the Switch is overflowing with multiplayer shooters. True. <laughs> At all, I, I just I I hope Microsoft has something. Otherwise, E3 is going to cease to be something that we need to worry about. Especially since Sony Sony's seems to not be the even going to be there. Only yeah. publisher that actually cares about publisher uh, company that cares about games. Yeah, well, uh, there's um, God, what Destination a, PlayStation? I believe is actually happening right now. It's happening. That's a decent right run, now, but it's happening behind closed doors in L.A. I believe there's not going to mm. be any hardware. No, they're one. they're showing off. Uh, it's not Ghost of Tsushima. What's the other one? I think it's The Last of Us Part Two, and there was another one. Yeah, it's been two years. Oh, uh, Death Stranding. Death Stranding was the other one. What is, is the one they're showing? Forgot off. that game existed. No, I keep. <laughs> I don't on think it though. ever will be a game. Yeah, wasn't wasn't there that one like a, a whale, a humpback whale was found in the middle of a forest? Yeah. And, and someone pointed out that, wow, these Death Stranding teasers are really getting elaborate. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, well, the one I saw was like the whale from, um, uh, not Mystery Science Theater, good God, uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. The one that, like, the improbability engine, the, the whale that exists for two minutes. I don't remember Falls that. out of the sky and dies. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, I'm, I'm I'm still hyped for E3, but actually this year, like, usually I take, like, I use eight vacation days around E3. I use three days the previous week and then five days the week of. And I think this week I'm just going to take three days the week of. I'm just going to stay home for whatever press conferences there are, and I'll go back to work. Because, really, I mean, like, in the, there's a lot of trailers in the lead up to E3. Maybe I should take, maybe I should take two days off the week before, the Thursday, the Friday, and take three days off the week of. Just to cover the actual event, because there's always that week before is always an explosion of trailers. But yeah. yeah, I'm not taking as long this week for E3. And I just forgot the best thing about my new job: a two weeks paid vacation. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really sad He's that that's actually over like there. A, that that's worth crying for for an American. Oh, it's, I haven't had a quote unquote vacation in two and a half years. It, that wasn't you know unemployment. It re- yeah, it really the kids are getting paid. It's the important yeah. part. Yeah, it really is true that your entire fucking country was built on indentured servitude. And yeah. I'm not. I'm not just talking about slaves. I'm talking about, and that's certainly the case. I'm talking. Oh no, about, there were there were work camps in the north. I'm talking about uh, company uh, towns. The fact that, like, I think it's like eight out of ten Americans are in debt. Yep. And four out of five Americans, identical number will die hundreds of thousands of dollars in debt or thousands well, of dollars mortgages in debt. are a bitch I mean, yeah it's kind of like oh no 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 like like we, we we got rid of slavery and created credit card companies that's right that's absolutely right it's really fucked up and I'm not but it's re- we've reached the point where even the reddest republicans are like hey uh send percent tax rate on the top one percent not a bad plan yeah like, and, and fox news is freaking out about it yeah it, what was it? News, re- news for millionaires, read by millionaires. <laughs> oh, 
all the all the anchors make north of a million, and they're just protecting their own. And anyway, they don't need yeah, to do that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, America's got problems. I don't know if you've heard. Uh, no, I haven't. What's going on down there? Oh, uh, you know, it's you know it's, 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 the peaceful transference of power and all that. Yeah, it's, good, good, good. yeah. I should have mentioned about Baptiste. Uh, he should be available to play publicly in two weeks. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Oh, I, I I misspoke about the idea of the um, the new the new Xboxes. I looked it up. Mm-hmm. They're actually announcing two versions of the next console. There's going to be a bottom one and a top end one. So the X becomes the new bottom one. The S disappears, and there's two new ones above that. But the code names are great. So the code name for the X was the Scorpio. Mm-hmm. The code name for the new lesser version is Lockhart. The code name for the new pimped out version cloud is anaconda anaconda my anaconda don't want none unless you got buns hun yep okay so but with lockhart does anyone not think of tifa from final fantasy 7 what other lockhart is there i no idea let's google that see what comes up first oh oh um the teacher from uh, harry potter Actually, it tells me a room in the Lockhart Theater in the University of Winnipeg. Then it goes to Campus Maps. Did it autofill? No, I just looked up Lockhart. Another interesting rumor is that Lockhart will not have a disk drive. That makes sense. It's actually going to be a fully digital-only console. Yeah, hear that, GameStop? GameStop's not going to be around in five years. Nope. Nope. This is the end. They stopped trying to sell themselves because nobody's buying. Really? Did they try to go public? Aren't they already? They already are public. Yeah, okay. They tried to sell. Oh, to who? They didn't. They don't have a CEO right now. <laughs> and they didn't. They didn't oh, hire a CEO because no. they were trying to sell, oh. and nobody wanted them. <laughs> so they sold off their cell phone division, that they have their cell phone business, and that's how they're kind of paying the bills, keeping the lights on right now. Um, but that's it. I mean, they may make it to the next generation of 2020, but after that, that's it. It's a shame. Uh, I mean, yeah. isn't it? Like a, I haven't gotten a physical game since Bloodborne. Okay, but you're a Steam user. Yes. But no, like all my I, PS3 games, digital. I'm there worried about Whoops. the Whoops. history of video games disappearing. Hmm. Or becoming harder to find. Oh yeah, no, like this uh, games have already been pulled off of Steam that you can't get anymore. Yeah, and yeah. it's and that, that's one of my biggest fears about the digital marketplace is um, is you know buying a digital copy of I have a digital copy of Okami for the PS3 and the PS4 and Switch, um, and. You know, one day I'm going to have a PS, you know, six or whatever, probably, and I'll go, man, I wish I could play Okami, and I, I bought two digital copies of Okami from Sony, but oh, they don't have one that runs on the PS6 or whatever, or this just been delisted, like Capcom just decided they weren't going to have it on the storefront anymore, so I can't download that thing that I bought because that was in the end user license agreement that I agreed to when can, I bought it. They can take it away at any moment. You're not buying anything; it's just expensive long-term rentals. Mm-hmm. But, you know, worst case scenario, just put on your eye patch and get what no one will sell to you. But, <laughs> but, uh, that concern and that fear is very much an affectation of our generation. Yep. The kids don't worry about that. No, they don't. No. And maybe they're right. Because they're better pirates than I am. Well, <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, they, they That's understand what it better. they're used to. They're... Yeah, it's, it's their world. 
no kids today ever had a CD collection. They didn't have a giant wallet full of 300 CDs like we all used to. Exactly. When I was your age, Final Fantasy came on four discs. I am, we were happy to have them. I am actually, hang on, uh, play. I actually have started buying music. And I, I have said up and down for years that I would never fucking pirate a video game in my life. And I never have. And I never will. But that is not true of everything. And, <laughs> and I never felt very good about that. I have limits yeah. <laughs> to my goodness. Yes. And so I, uh, just work, working on the, the Overwatch videos, there was a lot of times when I wanted a song and maybe that song would be kind of obscure. Um, I won't give me a list of how many I've got. Well, here, I'm going to... Okay. <clears throat> now, I, I can't give you a list, but I'm going to use my scroll wheel, and you can listen to how many songs I have to scroll through. There we go. So, I would estimate about 300. It looks that like... you've about, actually purchased. It looks like about 300 songs that I've purchased. And this has been over maybe two years. What service? Uh, Google Play. iTunes? Oh, Google no, Play. Google okay. Play. And and apparently you can just subscribe to Google Play and just listen to anything all the time. Yes. And I'm like, no, that's not what I'm going for. I need to be able to download the song so mm. that I can put it into Audacity and turn out a constant bitrate version of the song. Yeah. Because that's the only way that I can actually line the song up to events in the video that make it work. And the last one I bought was last night. Um, uh, last night it was Have Love Will Travel. By uh, the Sonics? Yeah, by the Sonics from like 1950. Because the the riff for Leave Me Lonely, that Hilltop Hood song, is the riff from Have Love Will Travel from 1950. Huh? And what I wanted to do was have a little bit at the start that used the uh, the Sonics riff, and then it goes into the boom, 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 boom of the Hilltop Hood song. So just to kind of like, I don't know. But it, it did not work because the, mu the piece I wanted to put it to was over a minute and six seconds long. And I'm like, that's too long for an intro. <laughs> See, the physical to digital, there's so many pitfalls. Over the course of college and, and early yeah, post-college, I built up a, a reasonable CD collection of over 300 odd discs. And I had a 300-disc rotary changer. So all of my 300 discs were loaded in one big CD player. What? That's almost that would fuck. would spin around and find the CDs. And I actually went through, by hand, mind you, programmed in artist album title in this rotary player. Good so God. how what long you, before what, or after the iPod did you do this? Well, this was before. Yeah. Now, here's okay. the thing. At one point... I lost power for like three days. Oh, no. It wiped it out. Oh, I'm like, I am not putting all that back in. So that's when I began to take my physical CDs and archive them all into MP3s. Just rip them to MP3s. Mm -hmm. So I had them all digitally, which is cool. Yeah. At some point then after that, I sold all those CDs and the player for a Zune. Oh, my God. <laughs> and Zune, I, I was able to keep all those MP3s on my Zune. And then the Zune died, and I went and got Microsoft, subscribed to Microsoft Music. And Microsoft Music went out, saw all these MP3s that I owned, and just kind of gave me the rights to them. Oh. At which point, the hard drive that I had all the MP3s on died, oh. and I had no backup. And then Microsoft Music ceased to exist. Oh. All of my music is gone. Oh. All of it. The, all that's left now are playlists on Spotify, 
but I'm not subscribed to Spotify, so I can't listen to what I want to listen to. So I have 20 years of like music history of things I used to like, things I like now, that exists only in Shuffle. That's fucking awful. And it's because I sold those CDs. I have been... And there are CDs I will never find again that are, that are just gone. Example. Jeez. Um, for an example, there was a, a wonderful two-disc spoken word set called Closed on the Closed on Account of Rabies that was famous people reading Edgar Allan Poe. And wow. I know you can find it on eBay and it's super expensive. No, I'm, I'm looking for... Uh... You can find it on YouTube, I bet. I'm sure you can, but it's not the same. No, no, I, I just fired oh. I fired that into Google Play Music Store, and it came up with artists Iggy Pop, Christopher Walken. Yes, Iggy Pop, Christopher Walken, uh, Gabriel Byrne, Marianne Ooh. Faithful. It's awesome. Nick Cave, Doctor John, who? Nick Cave. No. Oh. But it had Christopher Walken reading The Raven, Iggy Pop That's doing awesome. The Telltale Heart. Gabriel Byrne does the black cat. It's it's awesome. And it's gone. Because I wanted to zoom. That was so remember the yesterday, best joke in Guardians 2. It was, actually. And here's the thing. The zoom was cool. I liked my zoom until it stopped working. Yeah, but there was just... A, it was an ugly little piece of crap in comparison. It was. Mine was brown. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sad story. Yeah, I don't, we started early to stop early. We're still going. I, so hey, I, I don't think I don't think I can find this thing on Google Play. In fact, um, there was another uh, a, a blues song I found lately called and no, I said bringing home the rain. Um, I can't get that fucking album off Google Play. I can't. It's not fucking on there. The only yeah, welcome to liking j- jazz or blues. Yeah, the only place, oh no, everything else I've always been able to find. Like, I bet you I could find the Heavy Company on here. The Heavy Co. The Hit Co. The Hit Co. I can, I can get used on Amazon, but that's about it. Big Brother in the Hole. Wow, the Heavy Company is not on here. Yeah. That fucking sucks. That drives me crazy. So, in order to find a copy of that blue song I loved the other day, I did something I'm not proud of. But you know what? I found it. Actually, last year when the Red Dead Redemption episode of South Park happened, I went on uh, I went on PlayStation as soon as it was announced, as, as soon as I started hearing about it in the office, and couldn't find the episode to just buy straight off PlayStation. So I turned to the computer, and I watched it. And then I felt bad about it, so I deleted the download waited for it to appear on PlayStation, bought it. Okay. Then I received an email from my internet service provider (laughs) (laughs) telling me... Hey, we see you. Yeah, yeah. No, what it is in Canada is American companies cannot sue me for what I've done, and the American company owns it. So all the American company can do is know that my internet service provider, someone from my ISP... um, did it. So they send the letter to the ISP. ISP is required to send that letter to me, and that's all anyone has to do. If this were Canadian content, I might be in big trouble. But, yeah. But I did buy it. I did pay for that fucking episode, for the record. You made up for it. We appreciate it. I'm really disappointed the heavy company is not here. I really like those guys. Anyway. But not the heavy. 
Uh, no, the heavy is absolutely on here. They goddamn yeah. well better be, or else I'm going to be mean, real pissed off because they got a new album coming. They've up. been in enough car commercials at least. That's mm-hmm. right. That's one thing that annoys me about the heavy is their music is so ubiquitous, but people don't know that it's them. So I feel like I can't use it in a clip show because it was like that. How you like me now? Song again? Oh. But it's a song. How you like me now? It's such a good song. How you like me now? And I, it's kind of like the unofficial Borderlands mm. band. I've used three songs, I think, now. Uh, well, what, yeah. it, was, it was Short Change Hero. Uh, what Makes a Good Man. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah that was the credits to um, the last one. What was it? Uh, oh. Pre-sequel. Well, what was, like, the opening song is the important song, so that's, that's Short Change Hero. Um, Short Change Hero was Borderlands 1, or no, Borderlands 2, wasn't it? Yes. What was Borderlands 1 opening song? Um, oof. Because we all associate that Cage the Elephant song with Borderlands, right? That, uh, Ain't No Rest Yeah, that's the, the, that's the opening one. That's the first Is one. Is that the opening of the first one? Because yes. I know it was the ad. No, that was, that was, uh, yeah. Good it was that both. and There Ain't No Heaven for hmm. the first game. But, uh, there's a guy working at Gearbox that is really good taste in music. Yeah, and I hate to say it, but that's one of the things I always love most about a Quentin Tarantino movie. Mm-hmm. Is those wonderful soundtracks. True. Here's a bunch of artists you really should be familiar with. Thanks, Quentin. <laughs> he's got a giant vinyl collection, you know it. I do. I'm sure he's insufferable about it. <laughs> Thousand dollar turntable. Oh man, just look up look up the I just Google uh uh Quentin Tarantino racist and you'll probably find it. Him the B E T interview for uh oh, what was it? Um Django, where he just starts <sighs> Doing his version of Eubonics for no reason. What? What? Oh, it's it, it. It you will cringe the nose off your face. I don't even want to see this. Oh man, like uh, Jamie Foxx is sitting right next to him. He stares into eternity. <laughs> Jamie Foxx recalling was... Quentin Tarantino shouting at him on the Jane Doe on on chain set doesn't go where you'd think. Nah, it's, it's, it's a BET interview. Describing what it was like to work with director Quentin Tarantino and Jang Chain, Jamie Foxx told the Howard Stern Show, he was a tyrant, like, do not fuck my film up. But that's what you want. You want a director who, even if you're going off the cliff, you know you're going off the fucking cliff. Tarantino notoriously likes dialogue to be performed exactly as it is in the script with little room for improvisation. Stern suggested to Foxx that he surely wanted that surely you wanted more freedom. Now with this director, he enthused, before offering a pretty sensational Tarantino impression mid-anecdote. First day of rehearsal, I'm reading my lines like, says gibberish with a kind of bravado and swagger, and he says, cut, can I talk to you for a second? Closes the door. Uh, what the fuck is that? I said, what do you mean? He said, I knew I was going to have this problem. Listen, all this shit, you have to be a fucking slave, okay? He's a slave. He's not cool. He's a fucking slave. He doesn't know how to read. You come in with your fucking Louis bag and your fucking Range Rover. You're just like, I'm so fucking, you're not Jim Brown. He's a fucking slave. And then, then he becomes the hero, but lose that shit. Door swings open, he walks out. <laughs> uh, it must have been pretty intense telling off, but asked if he would work with Tarantino again. Fox said without a pause a thousand times. I don't believe that. I don't know. Uh... But no, I found it's a Quentin Tarantino was bad at talking to black people. That, that's I found it. He is bad at talking to black people. YouTube. I'm not gonna watch this. No, I, I get anxious just like. It, oh no, it's it's painful. It's it's bad. I don't know how I don't know how his career didn't suffer for it. Honestly, nobody saw it. <laughs> yeah. Well, black people saw it. Well, people watch BET. Well, you do clearly. Nah, no, I just I just 
ran across that because I recrack. I used to recrack. Crack got sold and got shit. You know, I would probably actually. That's where I found it. I found it on Cracked. Um, yeah, they, that's that's uh, that's where I found it. They made a video about cracked. it. Yeah, crack. Yeah, crack got sold when uh, like four years ago, and it's, it's they purged a ton of writers. It's just not very the good best. Anymore. Not all the good people left, but most of them did. Sean Baby's still there. Is he? I think occasionally. Oh. I mean, he moonlights. He shows up. Yeah, but they time. lost Dan O'Brien and they lost uh, Swaim and that no, dude that would do like the, the the gibberish uh, nature videos. That was <laughs> really good. Yeah. Well. All right. <laughs> yeah. I think we're about done. Oh, I'm super done. I'm exhausted. All right. Well, this was fun. This was a good episode. This was good. I think so. I Alex, think we should take. Say- yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start earlier all the time. They've got more energy. I could probably, I could probably <laughs> roll with that. Yeah. All right. Well, we'll see. Alex, thank you for being here. Yes, sir. Chaz, thank you for talking. Next week, I'll talk about Epoat. Yay! I swear. <laughs> that looks thank so much fun. You. It does. Thank you, everybody, for listening. We will see you in a week. Well,